welcome to A Wee Blether About, a podcast from the Academic Skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches, I'm one of the Academic Skills Advisors at the University. Today we're going to have a blether about dissertations and as always I'm joined by Dr Kevin Wilson. Hi Kevin. Hi there. And Ben Farrer. Hi Ben. Hi. My fellow Academic Skills Advisors. Um, I'm delighted to say that today we're also joined by Caitlin McCulloch, who is from the UWS Library team. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. Welcome. Um, And she's going to be helping us with some tips and some hints about getting started on your dissertation. So we often get questions to the academic skills team that the library staff also get. So we thought it would be quite useful to have Caitlin on this podcast. So before we start, just to say a dissertation or a final research project, they sometimes have different different names. They're unlike any assignment that you're asked to do at university. So what we thought would be useful is to maybe to break down some of the terminology and just offer some thoughts about what to think about when you're looking at the different parts of a dissertation. I will stress before we start, we are not the replacement for a dissertation supervisor and you get a lot of help and advice Um, from them but we are sort of knowledgeable in the sort of terms of the structure and some of the areas to think about and I think we've all had the pain the the highs and lows of dissertations having had to do them ourselves Um, so we'll just start off maybe by just thinking about what is a dissertation maybe start off Kevin you know when people say to you why have I got to do you get questions about why have I got to do this dissertation or what is a dissertation in the first place yeah, I mean, I suppose generally they have an idea of it. I suppose they do understand. They do kind of ask why, you know, and it does seem a big question. I suppose it's a good way to think of it as a kind of culmination of many of the, the skills that you've learned as, as researchers um, across the, the, the four years of your degree. You know, it's a chance to really showcase all those things and and pick something that you're interested in to, to, to properly research. I suppose it's the... The first thing that most people will do at university, which is uh, is unique to their own um, understanding, true, and yeah. you know, it's the first thing that you do that you choose what to do. And uh, you know, I know that in, in some of the science-based subjects, they might instead get a you know a, a project title or a specific area to work in. But in a lot of the other subjects, you you will literally choose the choose the topic. So in that um, sense, it's you know, it's that culmination of all these skills that you've been developing as researchers and learners over the year and, and, and the chance to showcase them and really interrogate something that you that you're interested in and, and a chance to say something if not unique then something distinct um to, from from what other people are doing yeah yeah that's a good point and I, I know sometimes students complain you know early on oh I wish I could just choose my own question and then you say there you go for a dissertation or a final research project you can choose your own question they say oh no I just wish someone would tell me what I need to do for this. Yeah sometimes it's the the difficult part the most difficult part is is, is choosing it and I think we'll talk a lot about narrowing Mm. down the topic and stuff and that is you know the, the joy of I say joy, but the enjoyment is is, is <laughs> you've been laughing. You know yeah. the, the enjoyment of it is that is picking something that you're interested in, but that's also the difficulty because you're not getting these assignment guidelines, which really guide you and shape you and keep you within certain parameters, and and that's really sometimes the hard part about it. Yeah, and Ben was you know chuckling away there because he can remember the pain probably of your dissertation. I think which was a bit. A bit more in the recent past than, than mine, certainly. Um, where do you get started, Ben? You know, 
can you remember when you first had to do one and sort of that kind of was it panic or was it excitement how did you feel getting started and what did you sort of look at first um I think it's a it's a mixture of all kinds of things um I do remember kind of I think you start often with dissertations. Um, a lot of uh, some students do come in with something very specific that they want to look at, but I think most students, are certainly for me, it was kind of okay. There's this vague thing that I've heard about through my studies, and I'm interested in, um, and then it was kind of a case of narrowing it down and narrowing it down and narrowing it down to the point at which it was it was sort of manageable. I mean, I will say there's a lot of help involved in that. So obviously your supervisor and that kind of thing, and even just talking to other students or looking at other dissertations and that kind of thing to sort of figure out, okay, what's the shape of them? What what kind of things should I be focusing on and that sort of stuff? Um, I mean, it, it it is a big project. Like it is a big project um, that sort of seems obvious but it's worth mentioning that it, it is a massive undertaking but at the same time I would say I, I totally agree with the idea that it is different to anything that you will have done before however a lot of the skills that you employ in a dissertation are things that you will already have so things like going away and like researching something and, and learning about a topic you know by the time you reach this stage you will have read an awful lot of academic work you'll kind of know roughly how to approach it and that kind of thing um in terms of academic writing and in terms of the sort of critical thinking skills, a lot of those are things that you'll have already developed and honed. And then the original research side of things is often this, the terrifying part because that's sometimes something that you haven't necessarily done. But at the same time, you will have probably seen it. You will have at least read about it or encountered studies and that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, it's it's there's definitely a mixture of panic and excitement. And I think I've said before on this podcast, and I, I stand by it, dissertations are among the most interesting things to read from um, certainly from the perspective of like looking at assignments because they're all unique, they're all different, and people look into really cool stuff that interests them. Um, so as long as you're aware of of that kind of thing, it can be a very exciting thing to to embark upon. Yeah. Yeah. And you just touched there on sort of, you know, research and that kind of thing. Caitlin, um, what kind of questions do students come to you with about researching and how do you sort of get them on the right road to start off with? Mm, I would say people usually come to us saying, you know, I've got a kind of very general idea for my dissertation. I've got a topic, but I don't really know how to find out information about it. So people tend to come when they've we, you know, they don't have a fully formed question, they have an idea. Um, and what we usually do is we sort of have a chat about what the keywords for your question might be. Because specifically, when you have like a, an idea or a topic, it can be really easy to kind of get tunnel vision. You know, you write it mm -hmm. down, this is my topic. And then it can be hard to think, okay, what other what other words are there to use? What other aspects are there of this? So a lot of it is about sitting down and planning and thinking, okay, what are the different aspects of this topic? And then where might I go to find information about those different aspects? So, you know, am I looking for guidelines about something? Am I looking for journal articles, policies, newspaper articles? And a lot of that is just about knowing um, which resources to use to find different item types. So we've got a lot of kind of individual subject guides um, where we've kind of brought together lots of, of databases and resources, because it may well be that people haven't used them before. Um, so we sort of help people kind of focus down on their finding um, results and specifically a kind of manageable number of, of results. Yeah, and I take it you would encourage people to come and, and speak to you early on in the process and not leave it, which I've seen that before where people 
have kind of settled on a question and then they're struggling to make it work. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I would say, honestly, if you're spending more than about half an hour, 45 minutes searching for something and you're not getting anywhere, please just come and let us know. You can email us anytime. Our address is just library at uws.ac.uk. We do sort of one hour appointments where we can go through and chat to you about your, your question, your topic, different tips and tricks that you can use. Um, and most people say, wow, I didn't know a lot of this stuff existed and I wish I had known about it earlier. So we do come along to classes as well, but I would say the most useful resource we have is the kind of individual one-to-one sessions. Yeah, yeah. And that ties in quite nicely with, you know, we have one-hour dissertation appointments in academic skills. And I think, um, I'm sure Ben and Kevin would agree, it just gives you a bit longer to really explore what someone's thinking about and maybe, you know, what they what kind of angle they're taking and, and so that you can understand a little bit more of what they're trying to do and it gives you a bit more time. It gives them a bit more time as well to discuss it and explain it. Um, yeah. What do you find, Kevin, do, what do you kind of advise people, you know, when they're starting off? Is there anything particular that you would say they need to be thinking about? I was thinking about the focus of their dissertation. Sometimes people have a very wide focus. Sometimes people are too narrow. Yeah, I mean... I would say, you know, probably about 90% of students I've ever seen have always start, you always start with something too, that's too broad. You think, yeah. see the word count and you think, gosh, how am I going to write anything in that? How am I going to write, you know, 6,000, 10,000 words? <clears throat> and then you realise very quickly that how am I going to fit all this into 6,000 or 10,000 words is usually the way it turns and you're thinking, right? And what you not <clears throat> nearly always find is students will think they've got a kind of quite a narrow topic. And usually this would be something that would come more from discussions with the supervisor is that, through the supervisor you realize actually that's too, too broad right the supervisor will tell you often tells them no that's too broad you need to be much more narrow and it might seem in some way that you're being too specific but you know the supervisor is generally always be right about that and you will find through you know research and looking at the stuff that caitlin's talking about that actually gosh I, that, that was that was far too, too too broad to start with but it's such a natural process and generally i think it's more healthy to start broader and become more and more specific as your research goes out. In a way, I think it's maybe harder to broaden out your focus than it is to, to narrow it down as you're, as you're yeah. thinking about it. The other thing I would say is pick something that you that you like. Pick something that you, at least interests you because you're going to be thinking about it for a year. And like, you know, don't pick something that you just <clears throat> that seems current, but you don't really like, you're not interested. I mean, I hesitate to say something you're, that you like, that you actively, you know, have passion for, but something that you do have interest for and that, you know, you, that you can pursue and push yourself to engage with and sit for hours reading about because, you know, it's going to go on for a while. You're going to do a lot of thinking about it. And, and if you've picked a topic that you that you really don't find interesting, you find really dry and, you know, that's going to be harder to motivate yourself at those moments where, you know, you need to push yourself in that. So the dissertation requires is those finding those gaps in between all your other responsibilities to sit and do independent research. And if it's something that you're not got much motivation to think or engage with, it becomes a kind of extra barrier. Yeah, I remember um, working with a student who was doing his dissertation on festivals, um, you know, like music festivals. And it was about it was about environmentally friendly music festivals. He'd never been to music festival. He didn't like music festivals and he wasn't that interested in the environment. So it was quite a difficult <laughs> dissertation to support boxes, him on. Yeah. And I did yeah. say to him at one point, why are you doing this topic when you're clearly not that interested in it? Yeah. You know, but I think it was that thing at the time, it was a kind of topical subject. And I think he thought 
this will be quite easy to do. But actually what you found was in the, in the times when, you know, you will always have a time in the dissertation where you're finding it hard going, it was, it just completely switched off from it. You know? Yeah, I can only say, I mean, when I did my dissertation, I, I couldn't really think of, of a topic and I kind of got assigned one. Um, and I thought, okay, I'll do that. And it was really difficult because I picked one that, an area of librarianship that was not really my preferred area. And it's exactly like you say, Kevin, see when you've got a list of articles to read and it's not really the subject that you're incredibly interested in anyway, it just makes it so much more difficult. Yeah. So pick yeah. something you enjoy because you will have to be looking at it for a long, long time. That's true. Yeah. Did, did you pick an enjoyable subject, Ben? For me, it was enjoyable. I don't know if it was enjoyable <laughs> for anyone to read. Um, yeah, I mean, totally go with something that interests you. I will also say, um, particularly if, if you're picking something purely because it's topical, be aware that evolving subjects are quite difficult to research because there's yeah. lots of new stuff coming out. Um, one particular story I remember from when I was at university was my friend was studying economics. He started writing a dissertation on something to do with the British economy. Halfway through his dissertation, Brexit happened and he suddenly had to completely rethink everything. Um, so that was one of those moments. And I mean, it was fine. It was absolutely fine. But um, if you are sort of investigating something that's evolving and that kind of thing, just be aware that that can add extra challenges and that kind mm -hmm. of thing um, with research and, and that side of things. Yeah. Okay. Any final points that you just want to make about, you know, starting off and, and maybe, you know, when people are just at the very start, maybe a sort of top tip that would be helpful at, at that point. Anything, Kevin, that springs to mind? Um, uh I mean, maybe not start, well, maybe not starting off, but I would say more, you know, at those moments where it seems kind of insurmountable, which is sometimes at the start when there's so many elements to it and it seems so many words, is, you know, positive visualisation is, is a good process the dissertation. You know, imagine that moment where you're standing, getting your photo taken, you know, less than, you know, with the completed printed dissertation, you know, it will arrive. Your, you know, your job is to <clears throat> ensure that the, the journey there is to, it's as smooth as possible and you will get there with it. You will have something to submit, uh, you know, so sometimes it can seem like, you, you know, it's never going to happen or it's never going to develop. It will, you know, if you keep working on it and you keep thinking about all the support you get from your supervisor, which is maybe something that we, we need to talk about as well, and then more detail, support from the supervisor, getting support from the library. Um, and support from us anytime you need it, that, that you, you'll get there in the end, you know, and yeah. it's, it Something that I mean, I'm not going to say you're going to enjoy it. I can start that at the start, but it should be it's it's uniquely you, right? And and it should if you don't enjoy it, then you should at least look back on it with some satisfaction and think that that was. You should get enjoyment from this post submission satisfaction, right? You don't enjoy the process. I would guess you probably won't enjoy the process, but I do think that when you when you look at it and you look at all those pages written. What you've achieved, you know, that should be something that you you will remember. You will probably want under a lot of students won't undertake something like that in their life. So, you know, visualizing that moment and the 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 pleasure that you get from that is something which can get you through it. Yeah, absolutely. That's a nice sort of optimistic sort of view. I quite like that visualizing it at the end when you're you know right something at the start. Something I had to do a lot of when I was writing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, Insta the Instagram picture at the end that yeah, you can upload you know, of holding the. If you don't um, do it for any other reason, do it for that. <laughs> do it for likes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think just for a very brief overview of dissertations, um, that's kind of 
us just starting off, what we're planning to do now is a few more podcasts going into a little bit more depth. So we'll go into looking at some of that terminology, like literature reviews, methodologies, discussions, and thinking about that a bit more. Um, but for now, thank you very much, Caitlin, for your input. I think we might be hearing from you again soon. <laughs> thank you. Um, thanks, Kevin and Ben. And just remember, um, you know, as Caitlin mentioned, there are library appointments to discuss dissertations, which are really helpful. And also academic skills do um, one hour dissertation appointments, which is really more when you're sort of in the middle of it and just trying to sort of get through that dissertation, although we, we can talk to you at sort of any point. Um, so, you know, as always, you know, hope you've enjoyed the podcast and we would love any comments and feedback. And if there's something you want to hear us blether about, then just drop a line to skills at uws.ac.uk. Thanks for listening.